Everybody out there in podcast land, Scott Luther and Matthew Coma here on the South Ridgeville podcast. It is uh, February 2018. We're in a season three and episode four, right, Matt? Is that where we are? Sounds about right. Yeah. Ish? Four, episode four. Yeah. Maybe. It's definitely season three. It is. <laughs> it is. I hope this is episode four. Or else it just goes to show I don't even know what's going on with our own podcast so it sounds like you have a little bit of a cold though matt are you going to be able to, to muscle through this <clears throat> this uh episode well yes uh i i uh i have been taking a few home remedies some airborne some acia berry uh mixtures uh and um none of them are working <laughs> for me um I thought I was going to get away with uh, not getting sick because over the Super Bowl weekend, which just happened, was it last weekend or two weekends ago? Two week, two weekends ago, right? Yeah, though, though we had a sick house. Penny and both the kids were just absolutely sick, Ugh. and uh, you know, just that coughing, sneezing, snot running everywhere. It was glorious, uh, but I didn't catch anything, and and I, I've been fairly healthy for a while. Uh, they were all sick around uh, the holidays as well. They were all wiped out. And I didn't get it then, and I thought, I'm not going to get it now. But uh, the Monday after the Super Bowl, 
that started. Ugh. And it was real bad last week. We were supposed to podcast, but I had to back out. So I apologize to our listeners, or maybe you're welcome, <laughs> depending on how what you think of the show. But uh, I'm at it now. As far as home remedies go, uh, I came across one that you might be familiar with. What's that? It's called a hot. It's called a hot toddy. Ooh, I've been called that. <laughs> I think that's a hot Scotty. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wax in my ears. I've never had one before, and I made it up just for the show to see uh, how it works. And um, we can post the recipe on um, on the on, on our website. SouthRichfield.com, right? Yeah, that SouthRichfield.com is going strong. <laughs> SouthRichfield.com, you said? Yeah, SouthRichfield.com. Well, at SouthRichfield.com, you can find uh, the posting of our recipe for the hot toddy. Hot toddy. Now, hot toddy, like its name implies, is a hot drink. If you were to travel over in Scotland, they would just call it hot whiskey. <laughs> so. It's just whiskey that's hot? Oh no no no! Oh, there's, oh, it's oh. one of those things where there's lots of different recipes uh, from all over there. Wherever you go, everybody has their own recipe. Okay. Uh, but typically, what you do is um, you—it's a mixture of liquor, a hot drink of, of liquor, water, and honey, maybe with some uh, lemon or some spices, or maybe even some tea. Um, and as I said, it's served hot. And it's been described as uh, vitamin C for health, honey for soothing, and alcohol for numbing. <laughs> now, the, the Midwestern recipe uh, is uh, includes golden ginger ale. And I, I've never heard of that. Golden? Golden, yeah. Never heard of that. But p- some people use whiskey. Some use rum. Some use brandy. Some throw in cloves. But almost everybody has lemon and and or cinnamon so what i have here is i made mine with uh canadian club whiskey okay a dash of lemon concentrate uh half a teaspoon of honey a quarter teaspoon of ground cinnamon and i threw a green tea bag in there so this is uh to your health scott (laughs) it it sounds like um you're pretty much just going to add whatever you want to this drink. Uh, well, there's there are rules here, Scott. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's actually not bad. Is it sinus clearing? Is it a... Uh... Well, it's not clearing my sinuses, but it's clearing my, my, uh, my air passages. Okay. Um, my, yeah, my sinuses aren't stuffed. It's, uh, it's like a, a cough in, in the lungs. Like a, I got bronchitis or pneumonia, I'm sure of it. <laughs> but um, actually, this is pretty good. So, so whiskey, lemon concentrate. Yep. Ginger. Half a teaspoon of honey. Oh, honey. Yep. yep. Gin, or ginger ale if you want. Cinnamon. Um, and I have the uh, hot water and steep some tea in it okay yeah maybe you're right you can just throw whatever you want in. <laughs> well you threw a tea bag in it that always makes everything better I, I, I was i was worried about that that it might keep me up because we're recording this at night yeah well 
Does green tea have a lot of caffeine? I'm not sure. I don't know. Hmm. Not as much as a cup of coffee, but uh, I'm I'm very prone to suggestion. So if I see the green tea, I'm just I'm up. I'm, you know what I'll do? I'll just make myself another one of these. Double up the whiskey and remove the tea bag. <laughs> That'll help me go to sleep. That's right. <laughs> you may not wake up. <laughs> Maybe not. I'm. I'm gonna have to try this. I, I uh, honestly, Matt, I have to a confession to make. I never even uh, tried the old fashioned. <laughs> but I'm not a big, uh, you know. I have. I still have liquor in the house from our wedding and that was uh what 14 years ago that we wow. haven't finished you know we we're the same uh we we still have liquor in our cabinet from a long long time ago as well or from when we got married when was that that was uh two years before rachel and me so that'd be 16 years ago right wow my math's good yeah Let's, uh, you know, Not I have as to... good as this hot toddy, though. <laughs> it sounds like a, a, a delightful drink. It, it's better than that maple old fashioned. Make mine an old fashioned. Have an old fashioned. <laughs> uh, it's uh, starting to warm back up, but uh, you know, Matt, it's it's that time of the what quadrennial. Uh, I know where you're going with this. Is is that it's what they the call Olympics. it? A quadrennial? I th- yeah. I think. Yeah, it's the Olympics, the Winter Olympics on NBC. And uh, they're over there in Pyeongchang, South Korea. And at first Nolan was very confused because he thought it was Pyongyang. But uh, I explained to him that it was not in North Korea, it's in South Korea. He breathed a sigh of relief. Well, yeah, that that would leave one uh, a little bit worried. Yeah, but, but did you guys watch the opening ceremonies? We we did watch the opening ceremonies, mm-hmm. and we've been watching uh, the events. I don't know what what's your favorite of, event of the Winter Olympics. Well, I, I love the skiing. I, I like the cross country skiing. Um, I love the skeleton and the bobsled and the luge too. Mm. And how can you not like the ski jump? That's, yeah. Those guys flying through the air. Remember mm-hmm. Eddie the Eagle? Yeah, from Great Britain. <laughs> from, uh, when was that? Was that 1988? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, he, you know, England, they have no snow. <laughs> and here comes this guy with these Coke bottle glasses. <laughs> and then you got the Jamaican bobsledding team. Right. I think they made a movie out of. Uh, obviously, they made cool runnings out of them, but I think they made a movie out of Eddie the Eagle as well. I, they, yeah, I didn't see it, but I do remember uh, something being made there. Now, how about you? Do you have a favorite sport? I like. Uh, I liked watching the skiing last night, and uh, my favorite though is curling. <laughs> and I, I don't know if they've had a lot on yet. I've seen the mixed doubles, which is new. Where it's uh, one man and one woman, and uh, so it's just a two-person team, and that was interesting. I know it's they, been called chess on ice. Chess on ice. Yes. 
I thought it was a cornhole on ice. <laughs> it seems like it's more like that. You know, I, I think I got an idea what the rules are, but, uh, you know, I'm not sure. Really? It seems, yeah, it seems like you, you, th- you throw the stone down there and you try to knock the other ones out and get as close to that red circle as possible. Right. If you have, if you have uh, the stone closest to that red circle or... Uh, what do they call it, Rachel? A bullseye. No. <laughs> what the what? house? What? No, it's uh. The stone. No, the circle in the middle. Oh, I don't know the official name. The T. No. They call it the T. No. Cur- curled in college, you want me to call Every it? everyone out there is yelling because they know what the the cur- curling target is called. Oh, I it's uh. Oh, jeez, oh I'm man. It up. Rachel's gonna look it up for us. We have live research going on right now. This is very exciting. <laughs> About curling. Yes. Oh, my but, goodness. It's the house? No, it's not the house. The tea. I'm telling you it's the tea. No. It's, so funny. It says it's not the, the curling sheet towards the house. The circular Yeah, the house. The house the is. The center circle or the tea. What? It's a one. The tea, yeah. It's no. a one-foot diameter circle. They've been calling it something else on the Olympics. <laughs> I'm, tell- I'm telling you're, you. You're, you're getting robbed, man. I'm getting riled I'm, up here. I'm on I'm on NBC's Olympic rules site, and they're calling it the T. The T? I don't believe that. I'm reading it, right? I think you guys are... No, here. It's the... Uh... <laughs> This is such good podcasting. No, it's called. I know you can't cross the hog line. Oh, I know what the problem is. What's the problem, Rachel? You have to say house with a Scottish accent. It's not. <laughs> the button. Oh. The button. Yeah. Okay. No one calls it the button. Everybody calls it the button. You want to be closest to the button, and you know there there's that button, and then if you have. The two closest stones to the button, you get two points. So you're, you know, you're alternating throwing those 42-pound stones down the sheet of ice, and you're using your little broom to sweep it and make it go either faster or slower. And you're trying to curl that based on your spin and, and everything. You're trying to get it past guard stones that other curlers have laid out trying to block and, and protect the stone they might have in the middle mm-hmm. and uh you're trying to knock their stuff out of the way get to get closest to the center and it's really interesting in fact there's a pharmacist at work not that i know her or anything but uh she is on the curling team and she's a cvs uh pharmacist cvs sponsors a curling team no <laughs> They don't sponsor a curling team, but she is obviously going to be taking a couple weeks off work here. Oh, she's go. on the Olympic she, curling team? Yes, yeah, she's on the Olympic oh, okay. curling team. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I think her, if I'm not mistaken, what was her name? See, this is the problem. I'm never prepared for these conversations. <laughs> It'd be hilarious if her last name was Button. I, 
<laughs> I think it's Peterson or something. Oh, that's I... not hilarious. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tabitha Peterson. That's her name. I, I knew it because I read the article at work about about her. So she, you know, some of these Olympians have day jobs. So she's out there counting pills and she maybe even, you know, throwing a couple pills down the counter trying Just to get to it close to the button and she's uh, some tech is out there sweeping but i i like the curling i like uh i do like the sports you mentioned too with the uh with the bobsled and the luge right we went to lake placid a couple of years ago uh on a summer vacation and we got to walk down the uh the track it was pretty interesting we went oh to, wow we went to the uh ice skating rink we went to the ski jump we got to go up to the top of it and look down they still use it for like a practice and then we uh they also had the speed skating rink but it was outside (laughs) how about that that would be cool yeah and now it's like their high school track or something lake placid high our pond froze over recently, and I took the kids out um, on – well, actually, I just took Jack out on the ice, and um, we were skating around there. He, he never really skated before. I had him on skates when he was little, um, you know, pushing it behind a chair and going. And I'm not a great skater by any imagine, or stretch of the imagination, um, but I can stay up and go forward and backwards and flop around. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he once I had him on the skates out there and he realized how hard it was – uh, to stay up, he became instantly interested in things like hockey and even figure skating and, and the speed skating. Mm-hmm. And while he was out there, he was falling all over the place, but it was amazing. We were out there for just 45 minutes to an hour, and he was better than I was at the end of that hour's time. <laughs> he's he's 30 years younger than you. <laughs> a little more flexible, probably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, a little bit more. Thirty-four years younger. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> my kids uh, yeah, my... were watching that speed skating, and then they went downstairs in the basement and put on their rollerblades, uh-huh. and they were zipping a- around the basement. But they were going, and you know, they were putting their hand down to balance themselves, like they do in the uh, in the speed skating. Or when they're going around the corner. Yeah, when they're yeah. going around the corner. <laughs> but their problem was that they were going in opposite directions. Oh, so... <laughs> They're running into so each other, and I'm it's like, more like crash up derby. It, it was roller derby, and uh, <laughs> which is also a great sport, but I don't think that's part of the Winter Olympics. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then <laughs> I went upstairs for a while, and I heard, uh, "Dad, no, Wade needs you." I ran over his hand. <laughs> oh, God. I'm like, oh, jeez, <laughs> these kids. Oh, now Rachel's showing me something about. Um, the Lake Placid. Oh, Matt, when when uh, the Winter Olympics were in Lake Placid in 1980, did you have that little raccoon sticker from the cereal boxes? From the cereal boxes? Frosted, Flakes. Frosted Flakes sponsored. It looks like a bunch of uh, different Lake Winter Olympic stuff. No, we did not. They had real prizes in the cereal boxes back then. Yeah, I think all of us as kids, at one point we stuck 
a sticker or something stupid on like a wooden door and then your parents get mad at you what are you doing putting it on on what you're gonna ruin the wood (laughs) i took a glue stick and uh (laughs) it wasn't even a sticker i took a piece of paper and a glue stick and uh and put something on my door (laughs) they didn't like that can you still see the glue stick stain yes when i go over there i Look at it, and I feel feel ashamed. I do. I do. But they needed to know it was Scott's room. (laughs) Right. Right. Someone might get confused if they come over to kidnap you. Oh, that's Scott's room. I don't want him. Yeah. Yeah. I want to take one of the good ones. (laughs) (laughs) One of the ones with muscles who might be able to help me stack hay. Right. Give me a give me a John and uh, Tim, and I'll take a Danny. <laughs> Even Sarah. You, yeah, I'll take Sarah too. You keep Scott. <laughs> Are you? Uh, have you been working out, Matt? Well, <clears throat> yeah, as part of my New Year's resolution, I I have Scott because I've I've got over. Uh, uh, I'm over an eighth of a ton. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, for for the layman who may not be good at math, an eighth of a ton is 12.5% of 2,000. That's right. So that is uh, 250 pounds? I'm over 250. Oh, my gosh. That- I was tickling 270. Uh, I'm not quite there. So I said, I got to get this under control again. Now, so I started working out. Uh, I started slowly at first, like a half hour day's worth of uh, um, walking or moderate exercise and, and really watching what I was eating before I started any more anything else. Okay. Now, you uh, obviously you're 6'7, so that's not that much. To, <laughs> yeah. Your frame can support that, right? Because you used to play. I think you were on the uh, New Jersey Nets before they moved to Brooklyn, right? Well, that's true, but I uh, they had me more of as an enforcer than anything else. Uh, I was a great rebounder, but my my shot was just terrible. I was a heck of a passer uh, it, when they would let me have the ball, but you were like yeah, the Bill Lambeer, right? <laughs> if somebody needed uh, to be put back in line, they said, uh, "Coma, head down there, get in the paint." Throw some elbows, mix it up a little bit. So that's what they had me do. Okay. And between then and now, I've shrunk, so I'm now about six feet, one inch tall. <laughs> wow. I was the whole time I was in the NBA, I was playing in kiss boots. <laughs> Nobody knew. <laughs> that guy's got some funky moves, though. <laughs> they called me white chocolate. White. <laughs> So uh, what, what I've done since then, though, uh, I said, okay, I'm ready to turn it up a notch here. So um, I don't know if you've heard of this workout program. I don't really know what to make of it so far. It's called P90X. It was big maybe about 10 or 15 years, well, about 10 years ago. Yeah, I think Todd Mareka did that. Okay, well, you what you do is you, you put in these videos, and uh, they, they're doing a routine. And, you know, so I'm, I'm putting in the video get my popcorn i sit down and watch the routine uh-huh 
Uh, I've been doing this for like 30 days now You've so far. Wa- I haven't lost. I haven't lost <laughs> a bit of weight watching these guys work out. I mean, they're busting ass on the video. So I'm thinking, yeah, I'd, but I haven't lost any weight while I'm sitting there watching it. And you're eating popcorn. Well, yeah, you, put, you know, it, I'm not just going to sit there and do nothing. Uh, butter, obviously. Butter and salt, right? Do you put ever put any cheese or anything on it? Oh, I, I go for the part. See, if it's just me, I, I put lots of Parmesan cheese on it. But if my family wants to come around and have it, they're like, oh, this cheese is gross. So I don't want to deal with that. So I, I just usually do my watch these videos at, later at night. <laughs> I, I but like, I've, I've actually put on weight since I've started watching these videos. I, I, I don't know what's going on. You should write to them and ask them. Or, yeah, I'd ask for my money back if I didn't, if it wasn't that I had the videos burned. <laughs> you know, uh, we have some videos of Jillian Michaels in the, and it's like a 20 minute workout. It's like a 30 day burn thing. Uh huh. And uh, I use that for a little bit. And wait, what do you mean use it? I I actually participated. You watch what? the videos and you follow along. Wait a minute, the no. key. So if if she's doing sit ups, you're supposed to do the sit ups. Well, uh, well, how can you? Hmm. I think I'm doing the videos wrong then. <laughs> yeah, you want to wear some more athletic clothes or loose fitting clothes that. Allow you to, you know, move. Oh, this is changing everything for this me. Is, okay. This explains a lot because when I asked you if you bought new shoes, you were like, huh, why do you need shoes for these videos? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, well, so you do – I can't do what they're doing in the video. Are you crazy? <laughs> they're jumping all over the place. Uh, they're, uh, yeah, for 90 days I'm supposed to do that? Forget it. Is that what the 90 stands for? Yeah. P90X. So, you start on day one and you look like me. You start uh, at day 90, you look like the Incredible Hulk. Well, now that you're 30 days in to this workout, um, maybe, you know, maybe you can just start now on day 31 and actually start doing the moves. Mm. And by mm-hmm. day 90, you'll look like two-thirds of the Incredible Hulk. So that'd be like Bruce Banner. Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> You'll look like, uh, uh, what was his name? Who played Bruce Banner? Bill Bixby. Bill Bixby. That's kind of strange that he was double B. Well, on the TV show, he was David Banner. Oh, was he? Yeah. Am I thinking? In, in, well, in the comic book, he's Bruce Banner. Oh. See, in the, in, in the comic book world, Scott, they, they were big believers in alliteration. Clark Kent. Uh, uh, Peter, Peter Parker. Parker. Yeah. Um, Batman. <laughs> Wait, maybe that one doesn't work. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Dick Grayson. Lois, Lo- Lois Lane. See, that works. All those DC uh, comic people. Yeah, they loved alliteration. Yeah. Tony Stark. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, they came along later. Matt Coma. <laughs> right. So, I mean... If if you were to have a superhero child, Lex Luthor would be perfect. What <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you should say is Rachel, <clears throat> we're gonna have a son, and his 
or a daughter, and their name's going to be Lex. Lex. Lex Luthor. Could you imagine naming naming your kid Lex Luthor, even though the last <laughs> name was Luthor, and then he'd have to explain that he's not really Lex Luthor. <coughs> he's Lex Luthor. Because everyone would start spelling his name wrong. Unless they were misspelling Lex Luthor in the first place. Maybe you shouldn't have another child. <laughs> That's probably for the best. Okay. These two, uh, these two guys, they, they're sick of me already. I can't, <laughs> I can't deal with this. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, you're you're stuck in the house because it's been cold. You know, it warms up, and they go outside and they play in the snow and everything. And but I think after a while, you just get stir crazy. Hence the roller derby in the basement <laughs> they need to burn off this energy you think of ever getting them on skis yeah we thought about it or snowboards yeah we've, we've thought about it <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's too much work <laughs> gotta drive and do this whole thing we, to get there we wanted to go to uh what's that place holiday valley this weekend for okay. president's day but we ended up not doing that so we didn't book in time it looks like mm. So we kind of got, we, we said we need to plan more in advance and plan a real ski vacation. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, up in Michigan, outside of Cadillac, Michigan, there's a place called Cabaret, which is really uh, something to see. Very nice. I went there about two years ago and just had a blast. Two, two or three years ago. Yeah. Did you I just had family? an absolute blast. What? Did was you that? Take your family? No, hell with them, man. There, it was like a Parmesan cheese thing. It was. <laughs> I don't want to go to just gonna cramp my style. <laughs> no, actually, I went with uh, Penny's brother's family. They had a student, uh, an exchange student from Austria, a really great kid named Benny, and uh, he he was on his high school's ski team. Okay. Over there. And uh, he, we went on these hills, these black diamond hills, and there I am. Just my knees are knocking as I'm going down this hill, you know, snow plowing slowly back and forth. And he's going down backwards. <laughs> Good job, Matt. Way to go. T- t- taking photos. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> G- going over jumps, twisting, doing helicopters and 360s. and It was amazing to watch. I tried to keep it up for him. He... He would go down to the areas where they said the signs were posted, don't go. <laughs> like these sheer oh, drop-offs. What's down here? You go, oh, that's nothing. Let's go see what's going on. I'm from Austria. Yeah. Uh, so I'd have to, I'd follow him. I felt like I was somewhat responsible. Oh, jeez. <laughs> somewhat. Somewhat responsible. Somewhat. But, you know, it was fun, you know, to, to kind of have like that uh, to hell with it attitude again and just kind of – throw caution to the wind i wrecked a lot <laughs> and it hurt exchange but, uh, students can get away with murder right uh, yeah when you're, you're kind of like what you're talking about earlier with jack on the ice you know when you're he was i think uh this exchange student benny was 16 or 17 at the time and he's doing these jumps and he's wrecking and uh just getting right back up i do a a, a slight fall down on my side oh my god i'll never walk again but it's fun 
I would recommend though, if uh, if for your boys is getting them on a snowboard, that's a young man's sport. Yeah, yeah, they have uh, like those fake snowboards that you can buy at Aldi. <laughs> They're just plastic, but they'll go down the little hills here with those. So Nolan, Nolan's really he wants to learn, and uh, they, I mean, the ski club. Remember the Revere Ski Club, which I wasn't in, but uh, they still have that, and it's the Ski and Snowboard Club now. So you can you can go to, over to Boston Mills and snowboard. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if your your parents ever get any hooligans coming back from snowboarding or skiing, stop in the yard and pee or anything. Um, no, I think by the time they would get up to that point on Columbia Road. They would have peed maybe like uh, already, <laughs> I, like down by the the sea slacks house, <laughs> or yeah, just further down the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a long road. Yeah, it is. It's a lonely road. The only road that I have mm-hmm. ever known. <laughs> I don't know where it goes, but it's home to me, and I walk alone. That's a sad story. <laughs> and, and an infantile lyric, Billy Joel. Come on. <laughs> Joe, I mean, Billy Joe, not Joel. <laughs> You've got mail. Hey, uh, speaking of infantile, we got some we got some listener email. Oh, great. <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I was feeling good about myself, so this this will help counteract that. So we got a, a big fan from Angel Beach, Florida. Uh, isn't that where Porky's was? <laughs> I don't know. I always thought Porky's was uh, like somewhere in Louisiana. No, this was Florida. Angel Beach. You Angel Beach boys. Remember <laughs> the sheriff? No. Okay. I don't remember. We used to watch Porky's like uh, – Four times a week, whenever my parents would leave the house, we'd pop it in the VHS player. <laughs> uh, so, big fan from Angel Beach, Florida. Uh, when I think of Scott Luther and Matt Latte, I, I don't know why he doesn't know your name by now. He's obviously a loyal listener. Uh, mm-hmm. When I think of Scott Luther and Matt Latte, I think of Marcy and Peppermint Patty. Thoughts? <laughs> Well, I guess my thought is, which one of us is Marcy and which is Peppermint Patty? Uh, so he thinks of us as a, a couple of LBGTQ type comic characters with with large heads and proportionally small feet. And one of us calls the other one Sir. Yes. Yeah. Hey, well, I had LASIK surgery, so I no longer have glasses. <laughs> I still have glasses. So I'll be the Marcy. You, right. you look. You look better in the sandals. And I have a beard, just like Peppermint Patty did, probably in her later years too. <laughs> I have a beard now too, Matt. Well, well, actually, as far as beards go, a lot of people refer to Penny as my beard, but I don't quite get that. <laughs> what are they saying about me? <laughs> Hey, a loyal listener from Tip City. Tip City, that's down by Dayton. Yeah. 
Hey, for fun, you ought to have Penny and Rachel do a show instead of you Jagoffs. They won't ruin it. <laughs> Believe me, the show can't get any worse. Well, thank you. Well, they're obviously foreign. I'm not sure what Jagov means. It sounds like it's German. <laughs> so, uh, Shane. <laughs> Big supporter from Gahana. Ooh. They're coming in from all over the place. Uh, to add a little spice to the show, you should tell each other one thing you dislike about the other. <laughs> it, it can't cannot be a compliment in any fashion. Like, I hate that you're better at sports than I am. Cheers. Oh, I... Well, cheers. Gahana. <laughs> wow. Not, not, not a Ghana, not the African oh. nation. Oh, okay. I was going to say, that's... that's I'm surprised. Do you know that my last name in Swahili means to scorch or to burn? No, I didn't know but that. But I think, I think they pronounce it Choma. And there's actually a town called Choma. Where? I don't know. <laughs> in Africa somewhere. <laughs> Aren't you paying attention? I guess one thing I don't like about Scott is he doesn't pay attention when I talk. <laughs> He's just waiting for his turn to talk. I think... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gahana, like outside of Columbus. Right. I get it now. Gahana. Okay. I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Something I don't like about Matt. Hmm. Oh, gosh. Oh, I remember. When There's we so many things. When we lived together, Yes. Uh, we used to share a room because our those Wooster boys, uh-huh. Rich and Mike, had to uh, be in their own room. And Matt would always... Uh, Leave his orange juice glasses all over the uh, the end table between our beds, and <laughs> we'd get uh, rings. <laughs> really, I don't remember that. I, I made that up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your alarm would go off a lot, though. Would it? I well, I think in the mornings it would. I remember this one time. <clears throat> I think it was. It was probably the first week that we lived together. So this would be our second year. And it was like 7.30 in the morning. And you cranked this Christian rock radio station up. (laughs) And and I I was like, can you turn it it off? And you said, "Uh, turn it down? And I said, no, off. (laughs) And you went, "Uh, uh, okay. And they turned, they I turn turned it, it off. off. So I was thankful I went back to bed. <laughs> I was thinking, oh, my God, I can't stand a whole year of waking up to Michael W. Smith wailing. I was trying to convert his... you. <laughs> yeah, I, I think so. You were like, uh, well, you were trying to do the same thing to me. I was, but to the dark side. <laughs> <I know. laughs> We got to get Scott some of that strange. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I didn't like. I don't. I don't like peer pressure, Matt. <laughs> yeah. And my my the whole the whole first year was I got to get Scott laid. <laughs> and guess what? <laughs> we'll leave that out to up the <laughs> listeners to figure out. Here's here's a uh, one more email. And actually, uh, this is the last email. Uh, it actually says one more record. Uh, oh. 
hey boys, on the last show, you guys talked about the perfect record that the Browns had. Yes. And then went on to talk about Scott's softball team. I'm mm-hmm. surprised neither of you mentioned the obvious record that your podcast continues to have. You guys are nil and 16 when making great shows. <laughs> Sign Scott's dad. I don't think that's really for my dad because that's not his email address. Yeah, and your dad would never say nil. <laughs> Probably someone from Great Britain. Is yeah, what I'm that's thinking. a Great Britain term. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but we're reaching out across the pond. How great is that? That is great. I did. I did read a, a interesting story, Matt, about someone from Great Britain. Uh, oh. <laughs> two people. I did too. Her name was Queen Elizabeth, and it was just so fascinating. What was your story about? I do like that show, The Crown, on Netflix. That uh, is really good, uh, isn't it? I love that. I love watching. What that. production values? Oof, oof. How do they make all that? I don't know. That is, it's absolutely. If they're not filming actually in the castle, holy cripe. Yeah. But I tell you what, though, there's a lot of hanky panky going on in in these royal circles. I think they draw all that background. I don't mean to upset our listeners, but there's hanky panky. (laughs) Cover your ears, cover your children's ears. So, uh,. Two people, three letters, one all-time fail. An English couple took a trip to Belfast, Ireland to see their favorite band, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Only they wound up seeing the Red Hot Chili Pipers instead. Whoops. And it goes With the up. Red Hot Chili Pipers? Yes. Still can't believe we've flown over to Belfast, not for the Chili Peppers, but to see the world's best bagpipe band, Chili Pipers. <laughs> thought I'd good. Thought I'd got a rate good deal on tickets and all. Had a nightmare. <laughs> to be fair, at first glance, the two band names are nearly identical. Their styles of music, however, are not. <laughs> the Pipers, as you may have guessed, rely really hail from uh, Scotland and rely heavily on bagpipes. In fact, they call themselves the most famous bagpipe band on the planet and we are no in no position to dispute that claim duncan rob and his girlfriend went all the way over there and they they figured it out a couple days before the concert <laughs> but they went oh. anyway but they had already they'd already flown to belfast so what else are they going to do over there have a pint <laughs> i don't know i, I think that's about Oi. it <laughs> Boy, that that had to be a little bit of a letdown. They had a great I'm time. Sure they had a great time. Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, th- that's good for them. You know, kind of a similar thing happened to me. Uh, I thought I was buying Kiss tickets. I was all ready to go, and we got to the concert venue, and it was really small for a Kiss concert. And I went, "What the heck's this?" But it was crust. What? With a K. With a K. <laughs> <laughs> So I I really can't rag on those guys too much. Oh, man. There's also a story about a cow, if you're interested in hearing about this this cow. Who's not interested in cow stories? Yeah. A domesticated cow has surprised Polish naturalists by spending the winter living with a herd of wild bison in the primeval, I can't pronounce this, Bialowiza forest? That's like that 
protected forests over in Poland. <laughs> the cow chose freedom by running away from a farm late last autumn and has been seen lingering on the fringes of a herd of some 50 bison in the forest on the Belarusian uh, border. Ornithologist Adam, uh, with lots of consonants, <laughs> There's no, there are no vowels in this last name. Uh, was the was the first to spot the cow. He made the news in November when he told TVN24, "It is not unusual to see bison near the forest, but one animal caught my eye. It was a completely different light brown shade from the rest of the herd." Bison are chestnut or dark brown. He dropped his initial idea that this was a mutation when he trained his binoculars on the creature and saw that it was a limousine cow, a French breed popular in Poland. The young animal appeared healthy and unthreatened by the larger animals. Naturalists assumed it would wander back to its pasture once winter set in. However, the biologist, another biologist spotted the cow later this week uh, still apparently healthy and keeping pace with the herd. So, what's that say about this cow? Uh, well, I'll tell you what. She's running wild. She's going to come back with a tattoo just above her udders that says, Tatanka life forever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if this cow tries to breed with these bison, which uh -huh. has to happen, they can have a hybrid, oftentimes these calves are much larger than uh, than the cows are used to giving birth to. Uh -huh. And the cow could die in childbirth. Oof. So I hope someone has warned her of the dangers of hooking up with bison. <laughs> yeah. Someone needs to have a sit down and talk with her. But, you know, it does go back to the old expression, once you go bison, you never go twice. In. <laughs> <laughs> because you get pregnant... <laughs> With a giant bison baby, and it blows out your uterus. Tatanka. Buffalo. She's just running with a rough crowd of bison. Yeah. Our kids today had a fog delay. And I don't. And it started out as a fog delay, and then it got a, turned into a fog cancellation. So they were going to give you two hours? It was going to be two hours to let the fog burn off. And then they said, ah, it's not going anywhere. It's too too much fog. Too dense. Too dense. Canceled school completely. Wow. Do you ever remember that? No. It was it was really foggy here this week. One day it was it was foggy the entire day on I want to say Tuesday maybe. And uh, it just looked awful outside, but I the kids went to school and everything. But yours must have been much thicker. Like a, a pea soup. It was like pea soup. It was kind of like I tell you, with a I couldn't see uh, 10 feet if I could see a foot. Uh, <laughs> but still, Colin's, they actually, that's, it's not a rarity out here. We are in a swamp, so we are in a low-lying area. Yes. The Great Black Swamp. So I, I, I imagine that that's what happens when the vapors rise <laughs> or whatever's going on to create all this fog. When did they drain that swamp? Oh, started in the late 1800s, and they had the job complete by the mid-19-teens. 
it was a, a giant effort of uh, putting in clay tile throughout much of eastern, well, the eastern part of the Black Swamp, which would be northwest Ohio, right, and uh, southeast Michigan, and um, into northeastern um, Indiana, um, the Fort Wayne area. For those of you following along with a map, um, <laughs> so that was all completed roughly around that time. And because it was a swamp for so very long, the soil was absolutely fantastic for growing things. Mm, like tomatoes. Yeah. Didn't but instead of, of continuing on with that, um, all the farm fields now, they're, they're in the third and fourth generation uh, of the family. They're being sold off, and instead of growing wheat, corn, or soybeans, or tomatoes, they're now growing subdivisions. <laughs> And everybody's moving to the Black Swamp. The Great Black Swamp. It's the place to be. Yeah. You'll do better in the Black Swamp. <laughs> I think I've seen a sign that says that or something. Well, I think, you know, that's, that, that's the, the thing. If, if that Blake Great Black Swamp was discovered today, it would be considered an ecological wonder. Right. You but at the time, there? it was like, ah. Oh, it's well it, it's it was a massive wetland in in you know just the name change alone you go from swamp to the term wetland that sounds much better doesn't it <laughs> but you still get the same amount of malaria when you walk through <laughs> so that's about going to do it for this episode of the south ritual podcast we've heard from matt on how to make a hot toddy how many did you make three or four <laughs> I bet you're you're nice and warm and ready to to crawl into bed. I'm sleepy, but I'm feeling much better now. Thank you. That's good. It it's, sounds like it's a regular cure all, kind of like a vinegar or whatever, or Windex in that big fat Greek wedding movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. You can uh, you can find us on Facebook by searching for South Richfield, or on Twitter at South Richfield, be one of our. You can might be our twelfth or thirteenth follower if you if you follow us. And then we've got a new website up and running, uh, www.southrichfield.com. And then Matt, as always, they can find us on iTunes. That's right. And please uh, on iTunes leave a uh, a review and. Uh... Rate us at uh, five stars, if you'd be so kind, because that helps us get the South Richfield message out to uh, other listeners that have not had yet the opportunity to partake in this uh, glorious uh, world of insightful commentary. We don't know what we're talking listeners about. Get. Yeah, well, there's that too. I do. Uh, I do tell people about it, and someone, uh, our our Arizona listenership has grown somewhat because I was just out there on a business trip, and I told people about it. But I warned them not to listen while they were working, uh, in case they dozed off. <laughs> well, that's another thing. To our four listeners out there, tell your friends. Well, and well, they'll tell two friends, and they'll tell two friends. And so on, and so on, and so on. And then sooner or later, we'll have uh, like 32 people listening. 
that, that's the dream. Yeah, thanks for thanks for listening as always. This is Scott Luther and this is Matt Coma. Have a great night, South Ridgefield. Goodbye. <laughs>